Andrea. Andrea. Yes. Oh, I was totally going to say Andrea. Yeah, everybody does. Okay. Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> like okay, the whitest cool. way you can say I say your, your last name. Russet. Ru Russet. Like a Russet. Oh my God, I totally got it wrong. <laughs> I was like Andrea Russet. Yep. <laughs> okay, Andrea Russet. Yes. Uh, how's LA? LA? Yeah. It's a lot. Very during a pandemic. Uh, very different from Indiana. I grew up in Indiana. Oh, Indiana. Yeah. Right. Middle of nowhere. Where's that? That's like in the exactly. middle. Is that in the middle? Is that like more? It's Midwest. Do you know where Chicago is? Yeah. So it's like three hours. If, if you're in Chicago, you drive three hours down. What's in there? A lot of corn. Really? <laughs> Amish people. Were you like in a small town? It's the second largest girl. city, but it, I mean, that's not saying much. Mm -hmm. It's pretty small. It's pretty small. We had a lot of Amish people. Really? Like our, our parking lots had stables for horses. Wow. That's my favorite fact to tell people. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> it's not. It smells like horse poop. Really? It seems very... <laughs> Very country, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Were you into that lifestyle? The country lifestyle? Outdoors, no. I bet? No. That's no. why I moved to LA. I moved a week after I turned 18. I just got out of there as quick really? as I could. What were you doing at the time? Were you like doing YouTube at the time? I was doing YouTube. I started YouTube when I was like 13. So I was like... Oh, really? A wee tot. That um, was... you. Wow. Because you're 25 now. So 13 was... There was YouTube back then? I know. Well, it was, I mean, nobody was making money. It was yeah. like, the sh the like when Shane beginning. Dawson was like the only uh -huh. one on there. It was like the very beginning. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, what was it like? Why did you start making videos? It was mostly out of boredom. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm being honest, I started because Justin Bieber was on YouTube and I was like, I want to be his girlfriend. <laughs> um, and he held a contest that was like, if you make a music video uh -huh. to my first single, you could win a chance to meet me. And so I put my heart and soul into that video for three weeks and I didn't win, but the video blew up. So I just like did kept it, making did it. Did it actually? Got three million views, which oh, at the wow. time. Oh, wow. That's a lot for back then. That's yeah. like very big. I remember I woke up and it had like a thousand views and I was like, Justin Bieber's my boyfriend. He's going to see this and we're going to fall. You got up. three million and you didn't win? No. That, that sucks. I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> <laughs> Is that video still up? Yeah. Yeah? It's painful. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> funny. That's so old too. That's such an old video. <laughs> So you just kept going after that? You're like, okay, I'll just keep going? Yeah. So I started just making more music videos and then started vlogging. And then the local like top 40 radio station in my hometown found my YouTube channel. And they're like, you're insane. You should be on the radio. So I started <laughs> working at the radio. And then from there, it just snowballed. So like, wait, how old were you? Like 14? I was 15 oh, when 15. I started working at the radio station. Wow. What did you do? I was interviewing like One Direction. Are you serious? Ed Sheeran. I was that bitch. Wow. <laughs> From that one video? And then I'd show up at school the next day and be like, hey guys, hey, what'd you do over the weekend? One Direction. I was One Direction. <laughs> Just casual. Wow. Did you actually have 15? That's so My cool. First, that was the first and only like job job that I ever had. Oh, really? Since then? Yeah. That's so crazy how that happens. Right? Like, if you become a YouTuber, you totally might not have, like, a normal job for, like, yeah. a very long time. Yeah. I never even graduated high school. Really? Never went to a school dance. I was like, I guess this is my oh, life wow. now. <laughs> so you just went, like, straight with the YouTube grind? What? Yep. What? How far into high school did you get? I went to, like, actual, actual school till my sophomore year, and then I did a year of online school. And all I had left was one year. And I was like, no, nah. no, it's not <laughs> happening. Not. Really? How you? Oh, so you're like junior. So you were like, what, 16, 17? I think I was like 19. Oh, really? But I got I got held back in kindergarten. That's mm -hmm. a whole other story. So I was oldest in my grade. 
Really? Yes. You got held back in kindergarten? How did that happen? That's I possible? Guess, like, I guess I wasn't coloring in the lines or something. Like, how does that even happen? <laughs> he didn't let you go? <laughs> like, That's mm-hmm. mean. I that know. is mean. That's actually mean. I was always the oldest kid. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so are you ever going to complete high school? I don't know. I could go get my GED. Mm-hmm. But like... Seems so easy. Like, online school, probably like four months, you'd be fine. It seems easy. I guess so. Because you got to remember sense. everything. Like, geometry. If you put a math problem in front of me, geometry-wise... It's just not happening. No, I know me it's too. It's not happening. No, it's not. It's hard. It's hard. I bet because if, like, if you leave high school, even after like one year, you come back and like you don't know anything. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like to do it online seems like. I mean, you could just Google it. I not, guess so. Not that I endorse that. No cheating, but, Unless. you know. <laughs> wow. So you just like went like you were 17 and then like YouTube was kind of blowing up, right? How What was what was happening with that? I was when I was working at the radio station. Obviously, those interviews were helping my channel like immensely. If I was uploading videos, did with you one plug direction. your channel? Oh yeah, oh. I uploaded them to my channel. Oh, the was it just like oh you interviewing them? Okay. Yeah, cool. so that was really cool. And then from that, I started flying out to LA like every weekend and doing things here and there with Awesomeness TV. Mm. And they were big back then. They were huge. Yeah, they were like I remember that. That was like the channel. Yeah. The face. Um, so yeah, I started doing that stuff, and I was like, you know what? I really want to just move out here and like pursue acting. Mm-hmm. And so I turned eighteen, and I was like. I'm out. Wow. You were making with money with YouTube at the time? Yeah. So that's when YouTube uh, AdSense monetization mm-hmm. started up. And it wasn't a ton of money, but I was like young. Was it like enough to support yourself? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, cool. and I was being paid by awesomeness. So mm. it was like I was saving up enough where I could move out. Wow. Entrepreneur, multiple <laughs> incomes. <No>. Not bad. <laughs> wow. Okay. So then you like your parents were just cool with it? Yeah. My parents are both very creative people. They're really? both like painters. So they're oh, very wow. much like... Do what you want to do. All your dreams. Yeah. Uh Thank God, because I know a lot of people that their parents are like, you're going to college. Yeah. And they just let you. They saw it was up. Yeah. So cool. So then you like moved to L.A. like all by yourself. Did you know anyone here? Um, I knew Gen X Pen. Oh, my God. She was like an OG, too. Yep. So we moved in together. Um, Oh, that's so cute. And then I knew all of O2L Uh and like that little crew. Mm -hmm. And then once we were here, we all started branching out and meeting other people. Wow. So you moved in with Gen X Pen and like, well, you guys made videos together, I'm assuming, right? Wow. That must have helped your channel, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. That was like such an awesome time. How big was your channel like at this time? I think I was close to hitting a million. Mm -hmm. But at that time, it was like... That was huge. What year was that? That was like, what, 2014, 2013, 15? Fuck, I don't know. It could be. It could be one of those. It's one of those. Sounds <laughs> like awesome. This TV. Time. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. And then, like, what, you just decided you wanted to, like, go into acting, right? Like, did you get some acting yeah, gigs? Yeah, so I started doing acting. I did the movie Expelled with Cameron Dallas through Awesomeness. I think I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. you know. Okay. Um, And then I did a few things here and there, but... Over time, I just realized that acting wasn't really my passion. Gave me more anxiety. Really? Yeah. You didn't like it? It was cool, but I there was a lot of pressure that came with it. And the process of going to auditions and being told, no, like, you're not the look we want. Which doesn't mean, like, you're not good enough. It just means we're looking for a different look. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to hear that over and over again. And then the, the stuff I did book, to see yourself on camera on a big screen and, like, all these other people just judging it just kind of destroyed my self-esteem. Wow. So I decided to remove myself from that. Wow. Was it, you did, did not like it at all, really. That's so interesting. Was it hard? Like, did you have any acting experience or you just like... Um, I didn't have any acting experience. I did a few acting classes here and mm-hmm. there, but yeah, I just kind of jumped into it. Oh, wow. But I, I like memorizing things weirdly. So I, I really? enjoyed that part and I enjoyed... When I was on set and actually working, I enjoyed it. 
but it was just like the in between and the pressure of like don't fuck this scene up like mm, that, yeah, all the so cameras much pressure. are on yeah the pressure That's is so crazy. crazy yeah like i imagine like it seems fun right like oh, you guys would be like friends and like all that but then like yeah. you have like five cameras on you directors the whole yeah. crew's like in and front it's of you exhausting like 12 mm-hmm. hour days and you're like on these, high energy the lights are on mm-hmm. you too yeah exactly you have to have the same energy for each take it's like it's a lot. That seems so crazy because, like, like so many like of us are like, yeah, I want to be an actor, but then like, I'm like, do you? Oh, so much work. I'm like the old person that's like, no, you don't, no, kid. You don't. don't do it. I've been through it. Oh wow. Did you like? Did, like, so you like, you watched your own movies? I wasn't going to, and then I watched Expelled. <laughs> I actually didn't even go to the premiere of Expelled. Why not? I skipped out on it because I was like, I don't even want to see this shit. Man, I was nervous. I was also, at the time, I didn't like my appearance. I was like a lot heavier then. And I watched it eventually and it literally just destroyed my self-esteem even more. Mm. So then I was like, you know what? I think maybe we're just going to not do this. Not do it. Really? Were you proud of like the movies you made? Yeah, I'm. I think I did the best with what I could in the situation I was put into. Mm. I gave it my all. I never half-assed anything. But I'm also just, like, a perfectionist, and yeah. I want everything I do to be, like, the highest degree it's of like, perfection. like, a very... It's hard to imagine it, because I think YouTubers, like, when they go into acting, it's, like, so much judgment. I mean, mm-hmm. like, oh, the bad YouTuber movies and stuff. Yep. Like, did that get to you? Did you get any of that? Oh, my gosh, yeah. It was always, like, oh, just another YouTuber that wants to be an actor, mm-hmm. which gets old. But it's, like, what do you expect? It's, like, it's natural, can't do YouTube yeah. forever, yeah, exactly. I don't get why they do that. They're like, you're a YouTuber, stay in your lane. Like, they expect you to do the same thing. It doesn't make Especially sense. Especially since I've been doing it for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can you expect anything, anybody to want to do the same thing for 10 years and not burn out or just get over or want to grow and evolve? Do I feel other like things. That's, that's just so unrealistic. Yeah, and like YouTube is just like a stepping stone, really. Exactly. For, for some reason, people don't realize that. I think that's like your whole life. It's yep. like, you know. And it's just so different now. Like, I mm-hmm. just... YouTube ain't the same when I was a kid. Yeah, how's YouTube now? Oh my god, I know you're getting like so much shit because like you only post sponsored videos. <laughs> I'm like, I like the fact that you admit it, dude. You're like, I'm honest with it, okay? I'm yeah. not lying about it. At least you're honest with it. Like, oh my god, the YouTubers that don't even try to hide it. I know. And they come back once a year. That guys, I just love making videos you for you guys. So much. Yeah. Also, I'm being paid this one. This is sponsored by. <laughs> Yeah, the last video I uploaded, I was like, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. I'm only back because I'm sponsored. You're right. And you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was so that was so funny. But, like, the comments are flaming you. I know. I don't even read them anymore. Really? I literally upload, log off, and never look again. It's like, oh, my God. It's it's like uploading an Instagram picture, you know? Like, you don't just you upload, upload and then and go. run away. And then maybe come back, like, a <laughs> yeah. week later or something. When you're stable enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so what, what's that like? What, what's happening with YouTube? It's like... Not into it anymore, burnout? Well, originally, before coronavirus happened, I took a year off of YouTube Mm -hmm. to kind of just, like, focus on music because that's what I'm passionate about and that's what I really want to be doing. Um, So this this year, I had planned to be touring, putting out music, doing shows and stuff like that, but obviously that can't happen right now. Mm -hmm. So... I've had to kind of go back to YouTube when I need a little cashola, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to be doing it's that. expensive I, in L.A. It's insane. Studios yeah. aren't cheap. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I do feel bad and guilty, but 
at the same time, I can't force myself to like upload something when I'm just not feeling it. That's what I will never do mm-hmm. is like force myself to be like, hey, guys, what's up? Mm-hmm. Today we're going to be trying this trend. Yeah. And just see the It's so draining. Like afterwards, you turn off the camera and you just realize like. <laughs> <laughs> right? You this is- <laughs> hit record and you're like, ooh. <laughs> you just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah it's a lot so it's like really not like you're just not into it like you're completely like i just feel like i'm not a youtuber anymore Mm. and i also see what youtube is now and i just don't like don't relate to it as much i don't relate to it i see what does well not to say that there isn't a ton of amazing youtubers that put positive things out there that do well but there is a lot of like drama fueled negativity that Mm -hmm. like that's what does well unfortunately and i just can't bring myself to do it I yeah. And how do you feel about like the quote unquote like cloud chasers just collaborate, you know, just to grow each other's channels and then like that's it. That's superficial. I have thankfully I can say this. I have never been the person to just collab with someone that I like don't know at all just for their numbers. Like Really? That's good. Yeah. I I well it's also like so tra- you can see right through it. Like really? Watching, Is it obvious? I well I've maybe just cuz I'm a YouTuber so I like know the background of what's actually happening. But I feel like when I watch videos, I'm like, they don't know each other at all. <laughs> this is very mm. awkward for them. But wow. Yeah. It's very weird. Cause, like, I guess on camera, they always look so, so, you know, friendly and stuff. And then, mm-hmm. like, afterwards, they have a fallout. And they're like, you were just using me for clown. It's so, like, crazy to think, wow, that whole thing was fake. So I guess they are good actors. Maybe that's why they go into acting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked the cup. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. So then yeah. you, when did you get into music? Like, have you been into music your whole life? I have always loved music. Even working at the radio station, I loved every part of it. Seeing the artists come in that were just like starting off and getting their first radio show. Everything about it I loved. And But I always thought like I, I can't be a music person. Like I can't sing. But once I started like posting stuff here and there, and people were like, yo, this is really good. You should keep at it. Kind of helped build my confidence a little. And then I would write songs here and there and like finally build up the courage and mm-hmm. show a friend. And they're like, dude, pursue this. And so last year after doing the acting stuff and really just not being happy with it and not being happy with YouTube, I promised myself that I was going to just like go for it, try it. And if it fails and I suck at it, fine. At least I can say I tried and I, can't, I don't have that regret of never trying and never knowing. Mm. And so far, so good. Knock on wood. Yeah, how's it going? At? Like, are you like barely starting out? How, how yeah, you so I, songs? we've been writing and recording a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I'll have my first single out within a month. Wow, that's cool. I'm nervous. Yeah. But yeah, we're working on an EP. An EP. Yeah. Mm, that's exciting. Very exciting. Very nerve-wracking. Yeah, the thing, the cool thing about music is that it just moves so fast, you know? I like, know. You could be releasing your first EP and, like, maybe, like, one song blows up, like, that's I know. it. Especially with TikTok, too. You just oh, that's to, true. So exciting. Your... Are you I on know. TikTok? I'm on TikTok. I feel like I'm way too old to be on TikTok, <laughs> but I'm on TikTok. Yeah. 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 I really cannot believe you're 25. Like, I totally I know, thought you were, like, 22. Either. Oh, my God. What's it like not being a teenager? Like, seriously, I, like, I can't imagine myself not being a teenager i feel like i feel like it's been centuries since i was a teenager really i feel like it's been centuries since i was 21 like since i could legally drink i just feel like i in the last like three or four years i've just grown and learned so much about life wow i'm a ball of wisdom now how was it how were your teenage years were they good were they bad were they rough turmoil (laughs) i was an angsty teen really yeah i was a kid so i had oh okay yeah no i was very rebellious i definitely got i mean i was underage so i didn't get arrested but like cops took me in all the time for like 
minors, minor consumptions and stuff like that. I was definitely a, a rowdy kid. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, what, did you ever get, like, in, like, serious trouble because of it? No, I, mean, I, was, like... I was young enough, thankfully, that it was, like, learn from this mm. and do better. Did you, like, get better? or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? I mean, what I was... was the change? I think it's because I was going to, like, private Catholic high school at the time, too. Oh, yeah, that exactly. breeds evil, yes. <laughs> ironically. I'm saying. <laughs> and, yeah, I was, like, closeted at the time, too. Uh-huh. And I was a very creative person in a school full of, like, very conservative, like, buttoned-up people. And mm-hmm. I just didn't belong. And so I was lashing out in other ways, I feel like. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Very ironic, the mm-hmm. Christian schools. I know. So you came out, like, what, a year ago? Um, like, two years? Either a year and a half or we might be coming up on two years. Mm, you're bisexual, right? Yes. How was that whole experience? It was uh, a lot. Mm. I came out to my parents because it was like a, a fucked up situation. I came out to my parents because my roommate that I was living with, with my best friend for like four years, randomly told me that I'm going to hell for being bisexual. A week after, a week before she was moving back to Chicago. Wow. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> you told her, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but she knew for years, but she waited until she was moving away to tell. I don't know. The whole thing's okay. fucked up. So I was like freaking out. I was having a mental breakdown. I was also a little tipsy at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I called my mom and I was like, hey, I'm bisexual. Also, this just happened. What do I do? So that is brave. That was a lot. How, well, how did your mom react? Was she supportive? Oh, not? of course. Yeah, my mom and dad are super supportive, super accepting. My sister, when it came out to her, I was like, hey, I'm bisexual. And she was like, hey, me too. <laughs> I was like, bet. All this time? That's so cool. Yeah, That's like awesome. the best feeling I've had. So relieving, awesome. comforting. Oh, yep. my gosh. <laughs> wow. How did you figure out that you were bisexual? It took a while because where I grew up and obviously going to private Catholic school I didn't even know that bisexual was a thing. Mm. I thought it was either you're straight or you're gay. And because I still was attracted to guys, I was like, all right, okay, this is okay. I'm not gay because I still like guys. But she's really pretty. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on with that? (laughs) And then when I moved to L.A. and I was around more people that were like open-minded and very vocal about their sexuality, it helped me understand. And there was a lot of just like self-exploration and... Just like reading other people's stories. And then I was like, all right, yeah, that sounds like me. And like, oh, wow. So you came out when you were in L.A., right? Yeah. Dude, that was like at the peak of the coming out stories too, I know. right? I was like, let me, let me in on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Was there, like, was there, besides, you know, that one girl that said you should go to hell, was there anyone else that was like, you know, not about <laughs> that? Um, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's always people that are like give their opinion that is never asked for Mm -hmm. but i just don't really look that much i got so many overwhelming messages of support and just like you helped me come to terms with my sexuality that it was like any negativity i saw was just like didn't even matter right so nothing like too major besides that that's nice yeah yeah because it it could get pretty bad i don't know with sexuality but like you're so lucky that you have supportive parents yeah like i do not take that for granted mm -hmm. at all yeah that is that is like big so I know you've, like, openly talked about, like, mental illness, right? Like, yes. what what did you struggle with? And what do you still struggle so, with if there's any? I have hella anxiety. Really? Yeah, hella anxiety. My Both my mom and dad struggle with anxiety and depression, so I got both of them in the basket. Oh, wow. Um, but I've also had paranoia 
for a while because my house was broken into mm. while I was home. Mm-hmm. So Really? Um, How old were you? It was... That was too casual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was locked in the bathroom on the phone. Yeah. Like, Why? What's up? <laughs> what, what, what happened? <laughs> um, it was two years ago, maybe three at this point. Um, it was like nine in the morning, and I'm assuming people think that people are at work, but because I'm a degenerate YouTuber, I'm home all day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so... They smashed in the front door, which was all glass, Ooh. and I heard glass shattering, so I, like, ran into my bathroom and locked the door and called 911, and then I heard people, like, running through the house, ripping TVs off the walls, and that kind of stuff. So because of that, I did not sleep for more than, like, two hours at a time. I could only sleep when the sun was up, and I couldn't go, and I still kind of can't really go places where there's big crowds. It just freaks me out, mm. but I couldn't go to movie theaters for a while. It just, like... That fear, because of that, I just never felt safe anywhere, so I had a lot of paranoia. That's kind of interesting, though, because you didn't feel safe when you were around people, which you would think you wouldn't feel safe alone. I just, my mind went into, like, the panic of everybody wants to do something bad. And I also Mm. got this irrational fear of, like, there's, like, going to be a shooter everywhere I go. I don't know why that Mm -hmm. stemmed from that, but it just, like, so that spiraled, but... I have been in therapy for that, and I That's feel good. like I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Wow. What's yeah. like? So you just felt like, is it similar to anxiety, or is it like a totally different? It's, it's like an anxiety times 10, mm. because, for example, I went to a movie theater, or I mean, I feel like that's a common fear. I went to the DMV, and I was in line waiting to get up to the desk, and I saw someone who just like made eye contact with me like one too many times, and my mind went into the panic of like, he has a gun and he's looking at me because he wants to like hurt me or like this is an unsafe situation. I need to leave. I need to go. And it just like spirals. Mm-hmm. It just spirals into like the most irrational thoughts. And you can't control it. Like you yeah. can't like bring yourself out of it. That time, that's when I was in therapy, like intense, intense. And so I was able to like be like, you know what? We're just going to stick it out. Nothing bad is going to happen. And nothing bad did happen. Mm-hmm. I got my license that day. <laughs> <laughs> so it was worth it. Yeah, that's good. And then like, what about anxiety? What is, how did you figure out you have it? And like, what was that? How was that? I always knew that I had anxiety because my mom and dad would talk about it a lot. And I was like, I feel that. But actually, this last, like, year and a half, I've really understood anxiety more mm-hmm. because I feel like it, it was kind of taken up a notch, especially with the pandemic stuff. Because I'm a hypochondriac. <laughs> we mm. got a bag of issues. <laughs> um, and so my anxiety has just been super high because of that. And it's, it's been a lot. What does it feel like? It feels, like, panicky and also, like, I can't stop my brain from like thinking a million things at once. Like, you know, when you just want to like pause it and have a moment and be like, you're good. Mm. That feels impossible. Do you, what do you, what do you feel like? Do you feel like a pain in like your tight chest, like a butterflies in your stomach? Definitely tight chest, but mostly for me, it's mostly mental where I'm like, I can't like even, I can look at something and I not even know what I'm looking at because I'm so consumed with what's happening in my mind. I'm just like not present. Really? It's a lot. How do you deal with that? Is it like, um, I originally was prescribed anxiety medication, but I actually decided to not go with the medication because I wanted to really give myself the opportunity to like dive into therapy and like meditation and like try these other natural routes before I go into medication. Just cause for me personally, not a huge fan of without having to get like rely on it. Ex- mm-hmm. I don't ever want to have to rely yeah. on something. And so I've been working really hard with, like, that kind of stuff, and I feel like it's it's really helped me. I've been reading a lot of self-help books. I'm on a self-help train right now. Yeah, yeah. You, how long have you been going to therapy? 
Um, I was going on and off for a while, uh-huh. and then I stopped, and then I picked it back up right when the pandemic started. So mm. I was doing Zoom sessions, but I did this kind of therapy. It was like EMDR, I think. It's those letters; they might be rearranged, but it's sensory. Mm. It's it's meant for trauma. It, it's meant to rewrite your memories so you remember them differently, and you're not like triggered every time you have a memory. And so I did that with the break-in stuff, and oh wow, it's crazy. It how really how does that work? What, what happened? You close your eyes, and, like, there's different ones, but I do, like, the tapping. So, like, you'll close your eyes, think of the memory, talk about what you're feeling. It's all about mindfulness. Like, what are you feeling? What are you thinking about? And then, like, you think about the worst part, and then you rewrite it with the good part, and you tap that in. Sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, it, it works. works. Isn't it crazy how it's all in your mind? Like, I all of this, know. just the way you think about it. Your mind is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, kind of awesome, though. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like, it could even make it like it so much worse or so much better. Yeah, that's cool. So you just like basically, because I'm assuming if you think about bad memories, you relive it, right? I mean, everybody's different, but for me, when I thought about like the break-in, for example, if I really thought about it, I could bring myself back to that state of like I am unsafe and I need to get out of wherever I am. But mm-hmm. now, when I think about it, like how I just brought it up casually, mm-hmm. it's like that's it doesn't have that effect on me anymore. I'm mm. like, yeah, that happened and that was insane. Yeah. But it's it doesn't control my my life and the way I act every day. Do you think like just the fact that you talk about it more often helps you just like kind of like process it? Definitely. With everything too. Break in a- anything in my life. The more I talk about it, the more or the less shocking it is too because it's like the more you talk about something the more normal it is and the more casual it becomes i think yeah yeah that's like very weird but yeah. like it works somehow <laughs> so you also deal with depression right yes How, when did that start um i remember being in like seventh or eighth grade and being like i am really sad and i have no reason to be Middle school depression, yeah. That's when it started. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) But I never really understood it because my my parents didn't really talk about depression as much as anxiety, Mm -hmm. but I knew they both had it. Um, I didn't really understand depression until I moved out to LA and really honestly reading about it, watching YouTube videos of other people talking about their struggles Mm -hmm. helped me understand my own. Mm. That was crazy. What did you feel? Did you like it was just like really bad depression, very deep? Yeah, I, I can go like I feel like it's it was waves for me. I mean, the last three months I've been the healthiest mentally I've ever been because I've just been really on my shit about like making sure I'm doing every everything I do is working towards bettering my mental health rather than taking away from it. I've been mm. like super super. Aware so like of that. you were struggling since like middle school up until like yeah, recently? I mean ups and downs, ups and downs. Right. But in April I had a really 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 bad depressive episode where it was like my best friend was calling my mom in Indiana, being like I'm worried about her. Mm-hmm. And so after that I woke up and I was kind of like, it's either I make a change and like really start to better this, or I just say fuck it and just keep living like this. Mm. And so thankfully. I found the strength and I was like, you know what? We're just going to like. How did you find that? Was it just like you just decided, okay, it's going to happen. Dude, it was hard. I'm Uh not going to lie. Because at the time, too, I was doing a lot of self-medicating. I was smoking and drinking a ton, far too much. And I wasn't enjoying it, but it was easier than admitting that I needed to like put the work in and figure my shit out. But my parents and my friends were like so, so there for me and so supportive. And that really encouraged me to be like. All right, let's do it. Wow. Do you ever feel like you wasted your life just being sad? Mm, There's definitely times when I think about middle school where I'm like, damn. But I also feel like everything that I've done has led me to where I am now. 
Mm. And and having those stories and emotions that I've like felt, it it makes it easier for me to empathize with people and understand people better because I feel like I can relate more. You obviously made like a pretty like big Instagram post yes. a while back, right? What what was that? So I posted that the day before my birthday, so like a month ago, almost exactly a month ago, where I talked about um in April, that night where I was like, where my best friend had to call my mom and be like, hey, we're worried. Really? Um, what happened that night? Um, I was just really, I was in the worst depression I've ever been. And I was like drunk and saying some reckless things and just caused a lot of worry. And it was not good. But at the same time, I'm like so, I don't know if thankful is the right word, but I feel like it had to happen for me to be where I am now. Like, I feel like you, you have, have to reach to, your lowest. Yeah, you have to hit rock bottom before you ha- you're going to be ready to be like, all right, I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. And, and that night, like, it was just like really That bad. was rock bottom for sure. <laughs> like, into real danger there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And you told your friends that you were th- they were the ones that you were texting? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, like, turned off my location. I was like, oh, it was not good. It was not good. Mm. So but, what happened? Like, you, like your friends came over? Yeah, like my friends came over. You? My mom called me. And it immediately, like, I s- snapped back to reality. And I was like, I can't be acting like this or saying these things. Like, this is crazy. Mm. You know? Because depression really does. It just, like, it alters your reality. And it can totally change the way you think. And it's just crazy. It's crazy. No, yeah. Like, you, you're in the moment. Like, you're totally... Do you ever feel like... In your mind, like, you know you shouldn't be saying that, yet you still say it. Yep, totally. Like, you, you're kind of aware you're in that state, but you yeah. just can't get out of it's it. It's like the rational side of you is, like, deep, deep back in the head. But the depression is just, like, so much stronger and louder at the time that it's just, like, speaking to like you. Like, I don't care. I'm just yeah. going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real thing. So then, like, I'm assuming you decided to, like, open up about that. Like, yeah, what inspired I, that? I had never... I had never talked to my parents or even my closest friends that deeply about, like, even my darkest depression. So that night and then following, like, two weeks, I had to be really honest and just be like, this is what I'm feeling. I don't want to be feeling this way. Let's figure out something we can do to, like, fix this. And then after a couple months had passed, I decided I wanted to post that on my birthday because... I had originally planned to not make it to that birthday. And so that birthday was just like really special to me. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. I'd love to share this. And I felt like enough time had passed and I had talked about it enough where it wasn't as like, I could talk about it without being like affected as much. Mm. It was more something I was proud to work past rather than something I was ashamed of. Mm -hmm. So you just like, that's cool that you were open about it. And it's, it was so worth it to be open about it. The Mm -hmm. messages I got afterwards were just incredible like so many people were like i needed to hear this this made me feel like i can get out of my depression like it was just crazy yeah i think that's like the, the best part about being vulnerable is that it's like such a high risk but high reward you oh know God, like yeah. you're putting yourself out there but like the messages you get is like literally people trusting you with like their deep secrets because yes. they understand you yes mm-hmm. it's so crazy the the day after my birthday i woke up and i was just like reading through messages laying in bed and I was, like, crying. I was, like, this is so crazy. Like, these people are telling me their, like, deepest, darkest thoughts, just trusting me with that. And I was, like, wow, this is, like, like it, it, it gave me a really happy feeling of, like, knowing that I could have potentially, like, help someone. Yeah. And you also just feel closer with your followers. Like, you feel yes. like they know you. You yes. know them. I literally, like, just want to hug them all. They're, like, yeah. children. I know. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> like we're pretty open on our podcast about our problems yeah. like the messages we get like make it so worth it like so sometimes like do you ever get these moments where you kind of like want to delete everything off the internet like this like it just gets every day like, no 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 i can't do this everyone's watching me you yeah. know oh yeah but then like you see one message you're like actually you kind of remember why yep. you wanted to stay up there yeah so i don't know that makes it really worth it i'm so glad you decided to share that me too and like i think it, i think it's empowering really oh my god yeah it feels I, I even said this on twitter it felt like i was taking my life back by posting that like it wasn't this dark secret that i felt like i needed to hide from and not let anybody know mm -hmm. it was more of like this is a part of what makes me who i am and mm -hmm. i'm not embarrassed or ashamed by it i'm empowered by it exactly you think there was ever a certain point in your life where like you didn't like sharing that side and you like showing like oh positive only weirdly only. i've always been super vulnerable online mm -hmm. like it, i think it started on tumblr i was a big t big tumblr gal mm -hmm. and tumblr was just all a bunch of emo kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so i thrived on tumblr <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it started there and i just always kept that up because also growing up in indiana and not really having a lot of friends that was my outlet of where i could go to talk to people and express myself because i didn't really feel like i had anywhere else to do it so i just got comfortable doing that sharing your personal problems on tumblr i was like what's up strangers you want to hear about my trauma <laughs> yeah that is like the early internet that was all it was serious <laughs> tumblr mm -hmm. tumblr especially <laughs> mm -hmm. when you're what keeps me up at night <laughs> yeah <laughs> it goes viral the post mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah good stuff <laughs> yeah so that's cool you were never like just positive only do you think what do you what do you think about that like the, the youtubers and like influencers are just like positive vibes only only that i'm never sad only positive i think there's pros and cons because like obviously it's good to just like only talk about positive escape. stuff mm -hmm. but also at the same time there's like a fine line of portraying unrealistic lifestyles nobody's happy all the time and if you're only looking at people that come off as happy all the time and you're not then you start to be like well why am i not like that what's wrong with me mm. so i think there should be a happy balance yeah i think fully positive sends the wrong message it's like i get the intention but yeah. you know it's like like you said you know if they're always positive you'll just start to compare yourself like are they never sad maybe something's wrong exactly, with me exactly exactly mm -hmm. yeah. especially younger kids that are like more impressionable and they think yep. like positive only they like start thinking like oh i can't be sad then yeah so that's why i think it's important we're all vulnerable and like i'm glad you're taking part of that because i think that's going to be like the next phase of the internet like yep. it's making a comeback from like the tumblr let's days. go tumblr uh -huh. <laughs> yeah it's coming back with the vulnerability <laughs> oh man but so now I'm assuming you said you're doing better, right? You're going to a lot of therapy. Yep. And yep. would you recommend therapy? I love therapy. Some people think it doesn't work. I think everybody should go to therapy. And mm. if you don't think therapy works, get a new therapist maybe or try something else. Mm. I don't know. I think there's plenty of different forms of therapy that don't always include a therapist. Like for me, therapy is like going to the beach and journaling or reading a book. Like that is therapeutic to me. Mm -hmm. I think you have to like try different things out and see what gives your mind peace or what brings you back down to earth and centers you because everybody's different. Yeah. Did you ever have a bad therapist? I had a bad psychiatrist who just wanted What's the to, difference? they can prescribe medication Okay. okay and okay. she just wanted to like put me on a ton of medication. And I kept telling her, I was like, I don't want to like rely on medicine. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, well, I know what to tell you. Bye. <laughs> so they're like separate from like a therapist yeah it's not like one and the same mm, okay yeah wow what are your what are your coping methods um i read a lot really i paint a lot painting i have a, i have a studio in my house where i just like close the door 
maybe smoke a little weed if I'm feeling crazy. <laughs> yeah. If I got nothing else going on, put uh-huh. my phone away. And I love to just paint for hours. Just paint. Yeah. It's awesome. And like, does has weed helped your anxiety? Because I know that's a big. It depends. I always make sure that if I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling depressed, I make sure not to smoke or drink mm. because I don't ever want to be relying on it. Relying exactly. But if I'm just like chilling, hanging out, I'm bored, I want to paint, then I'll smoke. I never uh. use like a substance to bring myself down mm-hmm. how do you feel about the people that are like judging you for only making videos when you're like high or like drunk <laughs> i've gotten that for so long i know and i've gotten people be like you have an issue <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like it's, it's so well, funny no though because you could like smoke like once a month but I upload know. the video and people would be like that's an issue just because that's all they see that's that's what people said about drinking a lot because i had a phase when i first turned 21 i was like oh my god i can make drunk videos this is Awesome. <laughs> and I've been waiting forever. And so I did like every video I did was like drunk Q&A, drunk makeup, anything you can imagine, just add drinking yeah. to it. I did it. Um, and people were like, you have an issue. And I was like, I mean, it, it was annoying at first, but it's also like you said, a video is 10 minutes long and I mm-hmm. upload like once every month. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like they never really know. Like you could totally not drink at all. Just that one there for the video. Exactly. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing about YouTube. Like people don't see all, all the sides of you, you know, like there's, only one so much one can see exactly yeah did that ever like has there ever been like a really bad portrayal of you like have you ever been in drama oh yeah really um i've i've been pretty good about not ever being in drama because i'm just not a drama person i don't like confrontation it freaks me out (laughs) um but i went on the reality house recently it's like a youtuber it's like the real world Uh on mtv do you know that show no no, kids, I think I'm kids. old. I'm young. Too young. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. No. Um, I'm old. It's basically like you put a bunch of YouTubers in a house and there's cameras always running and you just let the drama unfold. Really? And is that on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I've never yeah. seen it. So I didn't, cool. I didn't come off too great in that. <laughs> um, but at that time, what nobody knew was I was going through a lot mentally and I actually ended up leaving the show early and they made it look like Andrea left because she was bored because we didn't have our phones either we were like cut off from the world um and I was drinking a lot in the house and I was just it just wasn't a good situation so I removed myself from it but it just came off wrong Mm -hmm. and so people just gave you hate for it yeah oh my gosh and I was like I'm not even gonna try to defend myself because I don't I mean I don't I don't owe anyone an explanation first of all but it was also like personal stuff that I was going through that it just it is what it is. Yeah. Dang. That's, yeah. That seems so scary being like on YouTube because there's so many people watching you. And like you were pretty like big on YouTube, right? Like you were like up there with like the, the OG. OG. Yeah, you were. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so weird to think about. Uh-huh. That yeah. you were like back then when no one was there. Now mm-hmm. like it's such a big thing. It's so different now. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Yeah. You think if, if you started, if you saw YouTube now, would you still do it? I think it was just so much different back then. That I don't like know. Yeah, because when I started it, it was like a creative outlet for me and I was doing it for fun and I was meeting people and everybody wanted to like create with each other because it was fun, mm-hmm. not because they could gain followers or get something from it. Where it feels like now everybody has ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like a video Tumblr back then. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If I could go back in time. <laughs> to the old YouTube. Oh my God. I missed it. Uh-huh. And... What's it called? Have you ever thought about just like doing like music stuff on YouTube since like, you know, combined two? I think I'll probably upload my music videos to YouTube. I've thought about like uploading covers and stuff, but I'm also like so focused on original music and like busy writing and recording that kind of stuff that it's like. You want to like distance yourself from like the YouTube career? Yeah. Uh. I took a year off 
to do that. But yeah, like I said, I've been uploading here and there. <laughs> Just for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Are you going to... What's it called? Are you... Are you kind of like worried about the fact that people are gonna like pull up the like oh she's now she's trying to get into music oh, yeah. like the YouTuber like her it'll always be dead. a thing. I've I've said even in meetings with like labels and music people, it's like I make it very clear that I wanted to take time off of YouTube so that I could be a musician and not hope oh, there's another YouTuber doing music. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that some of these YouTubers who shall not be named are making music as a joke and it goes like number one on the charts and people are like. Great. So that's how we're looking at YouTubers. Yeah. Sometimes you... I'm like, God, I don't even want to be known as a YouTuber <laughs> anymore. Y'all embarrassing me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it must be hard though, but like, you really gotta. I mean, I guess Filthy Frank did it, you know, and Joji. He like was one of the successful YouTubers. I mean, Troy Savon. Oh, like, that's true. He game. was. Did you ever collaborate with him? Uh, on YouTube. Yeah. I didn't collab on YouTube, but I went on tour with him and his family a few times, like really through Australia. Wow. So that was oh my god, the YouTuber tour. I know, <laughs> the OGs. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. Choice of on Tyler Oakley, Connor That's Franta. literally that was the lineup. <laughs> that was the lineup. <laughs> that and O2L. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. How was the tours? How were the tours back then? I've always wondered. The Were they fun or were they They were like... fun, but it was like it was work. Like, we did 1,000 people meet and greets, where it would be, like, four hours of nonstop. And what they, what people don't realize in meet and greets is, like, we're on for mm-hmm. four hours. Where, like, they walk up, get a picture, have a nice conversation, and then they're done. But we're doing that for four hours straight. So, like, if we come off a little tired or just a tiny bit over it, it's like, Andrea's You're a fucking bitch. And yeah. I hate her. She hates all of us, and she doesn't appreciate her fans. Oh, my God. There's so much pressure. Like, even, like, not comparable in any sense, but, like, we do, like... Like we one time we did like an Instagram live and it was like just an hour long because that's the limit. Yeah. And we were like, you know, we were like trying to like entertain, like you know, be energetic and ourselves. Yeah. And afterwards, we all felt so drained. drained. Like it was just like I don't want to talk. Just like Dude, I don't want to be here. Just drained is uh, the perfect word. Like mm-hmm. after four hours of meeting. Yeah, I can't strangers, even rem- like imagine. I remember that. everybody would just be in the green room for like twenty minutes and we'd all be like, nobody fucking say a word. <laughs> yeah. Like twenty minutes of silence. Everybody shut up. <laughs> and did you you had to do that over and over again? Oh my god. Every night. That is so tough. Yeah. And also there's like stage that like whatever like Yeah, and then we go right on stage Uh and do a big ass show of like running around to music. Wow. (laughs) But it was fun. Like I I'm so thankful for those memories. Mm -hmm. But it was exhausting. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine how bad that must be, like in terms of like energy. That's so crazy to me. Especially are you like very extroverted? You seem like very like It depends. Mm -hmm. Like in settings like this where it's like a few people. I feel, and also you guys are like so disarming and welcoming. So I'm like chilling. <laughs> yeah. But in, in environments with a ton of people, I'm definitely like in my little shell. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. Like, I guess, are you like an ambivert? Yeah. Okay. I like, I would much rather be at home taking a bath than at a party mm-hmm. for sure. Mm. But that's not always, I, I feel like I've become that way in the last year. Really? Like, I used to be out and about partying and, like, wanting to meet new people all the time. But I also don't drink anymore, so I'm just like... Oh, really? Yeah. So I just like to, like, stay home, smoke a little weed and paint. I'm a grandma. Uh-huh. I'm 25. I mean, I guess maybe because you're growing up, too. <laughs> I, that's why you're, like, you're, like, not as outgoing, I guess. <laughs> I'm 25. <laughs> 25? Five years till 30. <laughs> don't say that! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that could be so crazy how different your life could be in those five years. Like you could totally be like selling out like world tours. I'm manifesting it. Yeah, manifest the energy's working it's towards working, you. It has to. Uh-huh. So why did you stop drinking? Um, I noticed that when I was drinking, I had a lot more anxiety and also drink alcohol is a depressant. And so there was times like right leading up to that night where it was like my darkest depression. I was drinking a ton and it was like this cycle of like feeling really depressed. So I'm going to drink so I can like chill out and then sobering up and feeling depressed from the alcohol. And it was just like this toxic cycle. And so I really wanted to like challenge myself to just stop drinking. Not to say that I'll never drink again, mm. but for now, while I'm working on myself, I want to be clear minded and just like be in a good all. space when you like, you know, yeah. Wow. That's it's very interesting that like a lot of people start drinking and then they go sober, you know, like especially right now I'm seeing so many people stop drinking because it's so easy to just overdo it during quarantine because yeah, there's you're nothing just else to do. Chilling at home, why not? Yeah. Every day you crack one open a little earlier. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And like, oh, what about like LA culture? Cuz I know some people like this is not for them. How was it for you? I think when I first moved here, I loved it. Like I loved going out. I was like 19 in the clubs yeah like with my own table like it was ridiculous and i had like a phase of just going out every night but i mean i'm 20 i'm a 25 year old lady now and <laughs> i'm just kind of it's just not my vibe anymore really like i i like to go out to eat at like 5 p.m get home by 8 have a bath <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was my thing at one time but uh-huh. now i'm just i'm chilling out you weren't like um very like oh everyone's fake here in LA you think that's true I think there's fake people everywhere I think the industry has more of that because people are very will people are willing to do not great things to get to where they want to be which it'll karma karma will get you Mm -hmm. but I think it you just have to surround yourself with good people and like for me I don't care who I surround myself with what they do what they're following is that none of that matters to me as long as I know I can trust that person and they have my best interests at heart. Mm. But there's people that don't care about that. They would rather be seen with so-and-so because it looks good. That must be so draining. I don't know how they can do it. You're telling me. I yeah. just simply don't have the energy. Uh-uh. Like, <laughs> I'm 25. Just, I don't know how you could be around them and just like, you know, just knowing. It's, it's crazy. Draining. Yeah, I bet. Like, and, and the fact that they probably don't even have like any real friends. Like, it would yep. be lonely too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so tough. I had a phase where... I didn't really have any friends for a second, and so I was surrounding myself with people that I didn't really like, but it was, in my head, I thought it would be better to be surrounded by people I kind of liked rather than be alone. It wasn't. It Mm. was horrible. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to spend some time alone, figure out myself so that I can attract the kind of friends that I really want. And did it work? Totally worked. I have the best friends in the world now, Mm -hmm. and we all just look out for each other, encourage each other, want to see each other win. And that's just like so... It's priceless how did you guys meet each other how did you like meet them everybody knows everybody i feel like just through <laughs> mutual friends and it's kind of like when you click with someone you just latch on to them uh-huh. you're my friend now yeah um so yeah just through mutual friends hmm. interesting yeah. that's nice yeah a lot of people are very lonely in la uh-huh, uh-huh. and like the culture the influencer culture especially i think that's what people see honestly yep. it's just because they see a lot of influencers come here use someone and then like throw them away and then yeah. on to the next especially too with all the influencers i feel like posting with each other and making it look like they're all just having their best time hanging out with this person that person but like behind closed doors i mean i can tell you everybody well i can't speak for everybody but like 
it's not what it looks like. Like there's a lot, a lot of drama, a lot of like people just posing for a photo. Mm, that's it. And then they go on their ways. Oh, yeah. So scary. I know. Especially when you see like, you know, like the Black Mirror shows. Like you just see them like post for a picture, so happy, and then like afterwards, blank yep. face. It's literally a Black Mirror episode. YouTube in itself is a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think was like the influencer culture bad back then? Like when you were around, was it like? You it, think it's gotten more toxic now? It's definitely gotten more toxic now, especially because people are just getting younger and younger. Like the mm. TikTokers. <laughs> I swear to God, watching their drama is like looking into a time machine. And I'm like, girl, don't do the it. Tweet. I'm telling you, <laughs> delete the tweet. It's not worth it. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely gotten worse. I mean, there was, I definitely had my subtweeting days, but it was never like, <laughs> I was never making like entire youtube videos being like she said this and i have the receipts oh my god yeah i can't believe people do that too so publicly like it just shows that they're not like actual friends because i I just cannot imagine just outing your friend like that that's like just and then monetizing Mm. the video (laughs) yeah this video is sponsored by oh my god that's so funny (laughs) yeah no i cannot imagine that but yeah i guess that's the industry people just are willing to do what it takes to get on top yep and I don't know. I think that's just a moral dilemma, like what you're willing to do, especially in here, because it is a tough industry, yep. especially in music. Oh I mean, God, it's yeah. tough. I, I also just genuinely believe that like good people will make it eventually. And everybody's on their own timeline, too. And it's so easy to compare yourself like somebody that started at the, at the same time as you and is now blowing up. But you're not mm-hmm. like it's so hard to see that and be like, well, why am I not? But everybody's on their own timeline. Everybody's on their own process. And like, that's the number one thing that you just have to trust and like remind yourself of hope it works yeah yeah i have so many mosquito bites oh what there's no mosquitoes in la oh my god not here i'm like from anaheim so it's like mosquitoes in the park everywhere oh anaheim Anaheim. what a beautiful beautiful place (laughs) yeah well (laughs) maybe for like one block where disney is and then after that it's just i just always think of vidcon there vidcon yeah you went to vidcon right like couple times oh my god all all of them oh my how was what was vidcon like a lot of drinking mm-hmm. literally it's just every youtuber goes there last vidcon i went to legitimately the second we got there until the second we left i was drunk <laughs> it, was, it was too much it's just like a big party for youtubers and i'm like oh yeah there's the fans too yeah and i did my meet and greet a little tipsy oh my god <laughs> i mean probably makes it easier though. it does it does uh-huh. it lets your guard down a little bit yeah because i was really anxious mm, what, when was, what was the last time you went it was so the last one would have been during quarantine so that i did a virtual meet and greet but the one before that so like two years oh yeah because the vidcon oh they still did like virtual stuff it was weird oh yeah it was like facetiming and then you're like okay take a screenshot (laughs) (laughs) that's so so weird that's so weird yeah um (laughs) well i mean i guess that's about it you're like working on music now excited for that whenever it comes out let us know promote you stream it on the you radio know. yeah um yeah anything else you have going on anything I, cool i mean just you know the music i literally every t- time someone's like what have you been up to i'm like quarantining Quarantine, you know, the usual surviving <laughs> trying my best every yeah. day i mean it's kind of nice for music though no it like is just it is be yourself i'm i'm choosing to look at it as a blessing in disguise to have more time to just like perfect everything so that it's ready yeah very nice. All right. Well, that's uh, it for this episode. Thank you, Andrea, for joining us. Woo! Woo!